0: Welcome to Served Me. I'm your host, Jen Hartman. I am wildly obsessed with marketing, sales, business, and the bottom line. I left corporate America with $3,000 in my bank account and a dream of becoming a successful entrepreneur. In the last two years, I grew my marketing consultancy to multiple six figures, worked with over 160 CEOs, and even started my very own fashion brand. In this podcast, I'll be serving up my best kept secrets to help you grow and scale your business. Each week, you'll hear from myself along with other entrepreneurs. You'll learn about what it actually takes to grow a brand, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon and get ready to take notes because it is time to dive into this week's episode. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Served Neat. At the time of this recording, it is Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. I have spent the last two days eating as much food as I possibly could. I've been consuming alcohol and dairy. Y'all, nobody should even let me breathe or sniff or consume dairy because I am so lactose intolerant. I've been eating lots of carbs. I am feeling unwell this evening, and my brain is not working. Words also not working. So today's episode is going to be a hodgepodge episode. Hodgepodge? Hodgepodge? I don't know if that's, did I mean to say hodgepodge? I don't know, but it came out of my mouth. Don't know what it means, but it sounds good. We're going to Google it. Hodgepodge meaning. Hodgepodge is a noun. It means a confused mixture. That's pretty spot on with today's episode. We're going to be talking about a secret that I recently learned to attracting more clients, resources, and opportunities. It is so juicy, guys. I can't wait to share it with you. I'm also going to give you guys a tough pill to swallow. I've had a lot of conversations recently that kind of sparked this. And then I'm also going to share a resource that I found this week that I am obsessed with. It's going to be perfect for those you you who are trying to get more PR in 2020, but can't afford a PR agency on retainer. So let's go ahead and dive in. Here is a secret that I learned recently to attracting more clients, resources, and opportunities. It is to become futuristic when you talk about yourself and your business. I'm going to kind of explain here because you're probably like, Jen, what the heck and pop are you talking about? I'm going to explain. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, My First Million. Guys, it is so good. I love the hosts. I love what they talk about. I feel like we could be good friends. On a recent episode, they brought up this concept and I loved it. It all started when one of the podcast hosts told the other one that he changed his Twitter bio recently to reflect the goals that he was working towards, his future plans. Example, he said that he was working on building a $110 million company put it in his dang twitter bio and he got tons of great feedback. When i heard this the wheel started to turn and i thought, oh my god. When you ask someone, "Hey, tell me about yourself." Most people will talk about things that they've accomplished in the past. Their entire personality is tied to past accomplishments. I was a former division 1 athlete. My company generated a million dollars last year. My client signed 20 new clients last month. I was Miss America. Okay. Like, none of those are true, but totally fine. But think about it. Whenever somebody tells you about themselves, it's always something in the past. Or maybe they mention their current job. But I want to point out before I get too much further, this isn't necessarily bad. There is merit in accomplishments. But, however, the hosts of this podcast suggested that you become more futuristic when you describe yourself in your business. It is so badass to see people talk about their big goals. Here's what this does. It attracts people, followers, customers, and more resources and opportunities. It shows people that you have tons of confidence. People get really curious about how you're doing the thing. They follow along and they eventually buy from you because they want to learn how you're executing this plan. People also want to support you along the way. So of course, they'll send resources and help open doors for you. Here's an example. I recently shared on a podcast interview that I plan on starting my book in 2022. The interviewer was thrilled, and she told me that she was currently working on her own book proposal, and she was happy to answer any questions I had about the process, and she even had a recommendation for a book mentor to touch base with. This would have never happened. These resources never would have come my way unless I said my goal out loud. Something really similar happened when I said I was starting my business two years ago. As soon as I started to tell family members that I was starting a business, some people thought I was silly, but I had another family member who was referring clients to me left and right. He saw what I was wanting to do. He helped provide. I thought that was so cool. Don't be afraid to talk about your big, scary goals. I love this concept. I've always been really attracted to other people who openly talk about their future plans. I love people who are visionaries. Yes, it's really cool that you were a D1 athlete. Yes, it's cool that you made a million dollars last year. But you know what's really badass? Telling me that you're working on growing your company to $5 million in 2022, that like is gonna blow my dang mind and I'm gonna like stalk you and figure out what you're up to and how you're doing and I'll probably buy from you too. But here's what I think holds people back from talking about their future plans. Saying something aloud holds you accountable in such a public way. People worry about not achieving that goal, letting people down. They get really self-conscious. I also think that people are afraid of judgment around the goal because some people might be like, oh my God, that's a big goal or that's so silly. So they just decide to keep it in and then work towards the goal. And if they happen to achieve it, then they tell people what they achieved. But I would love to see more people, especially more female business owners, talk about what they're working on at 2022. I promise you will attract all the right people and people who want to support you. They're going to give you resources. They're going to introduce you to people that you need to be in touch with. They're going to help you get there. Okay, let's move on to the next topic. Oh, why am I singing? Here's a tough pill that you have to swallow as an entrepreneur, especially an early stage entrepreneur. If you are in your first I don't know, six months, first year, first two years, let's talk about something. Hitting six figures in year one or even the first two years is not normal. Yes, there are a few of us out there who have done it. And if you're on Instagram all day, every day, and you follow other female founders, you're going to think that everybody hits six figures super fast. I'm going to spit out a little statistic for you that I found on the Google 5% of women-owned businesses generate between $100,000 to $249,000 in annual revenue. And just under 2.5% generate between $250,000 and $499,000. Don't let other business owners wins determine your own idea of what success looks like. The money, the ease, the success. It comes with a lot of hard work, late nights, weekends tears, mental breakdowns, panic attacks, years of work it takes to get there. And I know it's hard to hear because I know everybody wants to hit six figs in six months, seven figures in their second year, but it happens to some people, but it's not the norm, guys. It's okay. It's okay to have slow growth. In fact, I recommend slow growth because fast growth is freaking scary and it's really hard to keep up with that. Okay, number 3. The last thing I want to talk about is a resource that I am obsessed with. It is called onepitch with a p dot co. onepitch.co. It is an AI PR platform and it is free to start using. They don't take a credit card for you to try it out. You can create a pitch within minutes on their platform and then you get access to thousands of editors for free. Usually, you have to pay like $1,000 to get a list of editors. The platform then selects the top editors for you based on your pitch, and it gives you a recommendation score for each editor so you can figure out which editors are the most relevant to the topic at hand. And you can even create your own media list within the platform, and I believe you can export the list as well. You can send your pitch directly to editors within the platform and track the email. I think this is such a cool resource. I started to use it this past week and I sent a few pitches off. I'll keep you guys updated if I hear back, but so, so cool. OnePitch.co. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Okay, guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope you loved this hodgepodge episode. Why does that word feel so weird to say? Hodgepodge? Hodgepodge. Okay, I quit. Thank you guys for tuning in. I will catch you guys on next week's episode of Star Need. I'm <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs>